Hi friends and welcome to the weekly stock market update. This is the public shorter version which should have been out on Friday as announced it out. Uh, so it's now Monday but I have updated uh, some of the data and I'll let you know where we're up to on all of this. This is the share prices relative to forward or projected expected profits and red is expensive. You're paying $28 of Microsoft for every future expected dollar in profit, whereas for Verizon, you're only paying $8.50. And as you know, on Friday, I bought Verizon, not on that valuation metric alone. Uh, and I also bought CVS, not on that metric alone, uh, but it was based on ticking the value, growth, income, because I like to do my due diligence. I used to be a barrister. Uh, Sortino, Alpha, Crokey, Cash Return on Capital Invested. We'll come to some of these other stocks in green that I own and some I don't and some of the reds that I own and continue to own and why uh, as well and how and when to get out of them like the likes of say an NVIDIA or a ServiceNow. Okay, so let's get on with that. Now, as you'll know, with this each week, I do not simply look at the price charts. I will tick the value growth rating box. If you're on my great investments program, you'll know this. Have a look at arpishpatel.com forward slash links. Sortino and Alpha are critically important. The cash return on capital invested is important because it's a metric still used uh, to pick stocks by Goldman Sachs Wealth Management for their wealthiest investors. And uh, we really want that to be marked green, i.e. stocks in the top quartile, because they do tend to have exceptional performance. Not every year, not every stock in that. So how's the past week gone? Well, as we've seen, and the concern is that uh, that it might not be a year for tech, but we'll see. It's early to tell, and let's not over quickly judge that. Uh, and there might be a rotation into telecoms and healthcare. Again, a little bit early to tell, uh, but we'll keep an eye on all of that, and we'll keep an eye on any of these if they start looking good, and if that's where the money's flowing to, to make sure we get the kinds of returns we are after. Exchange traded funds. I've done videos on my YouTube channel on these. Uh, as well, and which ones look good, which ones don't. You can see in a month, you've got some which have gone up 12%. Uh, so don't do the leverage ones if you're new to all this, it'll you'll blow your account in no time. Uh, but I'll continue doing references to exchange traded funds and having a spotlight on a few each uh, month. Okay, so markets by the close of Friday, nothing positive really to report, uh, despite the fact that over the past month, in the US, these were the best performers. Uh, nothing, you know, if I any of these I come across and think I need to give you more insight into them, I will. This is just momentum as things stand, as far as I can tell. Uh, possibly Carnival might not be pure momentum alone, but I will pick any of these to discuss if I think there's more than just momentum and they're worth getting into. But they'll often hit the headlines given the sizable returns that they've generated. What about the S&P 500? Now, this is bang up to date to Monday. And uh, after that small fall, surely it can't be that we're about to hit a new all-time high on the S&P 500, can it? Uh, just as when we're talking about some degree of negativity. And the really key thing to watch out for is this monthly MACD. Now, if it's rising, that's positive. If it's sideways, it's an amber alert. If it's falling, it's a double amber. If it's falling beneath its own moving average, it's yellow moving average, then that's a red alert, as happened here, which is well worth following. It happens once every six years, maybe, I don't know, three or four years. And when it does, you just want to sidestep the market that time uh, and only get in afterwards once it starts rising again. And it saves you a lot of heartache, heartache 
missing drops. You won't necessarily get out right at the top. You won't necessarily get back in at the bottom. We don't have a crystal ball. We can't do that. But it just means that we avoid some of the bigger falls in the market and get back in. As as uh, fate would have it, this time last year, it was the first week of January, uh, where this had by then flattened and seemed sufficiently uh, sensible to get in. So where are we at the moment? Well, relatively positive again. So let's just watch and see. Uh, some of my students have been asking, shall I buy on Wednesday? Should I buy now from the list that they've already generated from the approved filtered list and the further filtered list on my programs? And I would say to you uh, today or Wednesday, as you wish, or you might do a little bit over the next two or three days for your 12-month holds. What about the FTSE? Well, it's continued to get some buoyancy, even though it is pretty much stuck in the past at 2018 levels. So, you know, it's been what six years and it hasn't gone anywhere uh, but guess what i've got some good news for you FTSE 100 ceos collectively on average have by now earned more than the average salary of the average british person earns in an entire year so you know they get paid for failure which is phenomenal that we report reward failure because you know we want everybody to feel included don't we um, so there's your FTSE 100 now. Apple, what I've drawn here is the 200, uh, sorry, the 200 period weekly moving average and the 200 uh, monthly uh, moving average. So 200 periods monthly and weekly. I'm drawn that because on TV, they're talking about it a lot. And, yeah, but it's nowhere near it. It's still very bullish. I've drawn the support line. It's very bullish on that. It seems to have had a good day after falling off. And it would be very interesting to see if basically the numpties at Barclays are made to eat humble pie when they've said sell and all that happens is it just keeps rising. Uh, so that would be fascinating. Now, you can see how the stochastic, which tends to be very sensitive, has fallen. And that happens in the past. You can have that. And it can last for quite a while, as it did there. Look, you're going sideways for, what, six months almost. Uh, so you, we could be going sideways for a bit longer this is still a little bit negative the weekly macd and that sideways which is an amber warning so let's not get over cocky uh with this but now i've got three decisions to make don't i with this do i buy more do i hold what i've got or do i sell any well as you know after last year's 53 percent gain in it i sold some not all to rebalance my portfolio take some profits out uh the rest i'm holding if you put a gun to my head would i buy today no I'll just wait to see how this pans out. Let's discuss it on Wednesday. Okay, call that the Apple strategy. Listen that carefully, what I said about buy, holding and selling. Call that the Apple strategy. That's what the analysts think over the next 12 months on average. Alphabet, similar to the Apple strategy. Um, maybe with this, if you put it come to my head, I probably would buy it today, only because the MACD is rising more sharply. Okay, so the difference between the apple and alphabet strategy was with apple i was waiting till i bought i continue holding and i did sell some of my positions from last year just to rebalance because we'd made such a bloody big gain you know uh but if you put a gun to my head in other words if you're asking should i buy some today should i buy some today um then i probably would uh, but i'm not in that position i already hold a load Okay, uh, Microsoft, similar to the Alphabet strategy as well, for obvious reasons. Amazon, oh, it came off a bit. I mean, it's done it in the past, so we're not going to have panic stations. And that's still going up. 
uh, a fair bit. Now, the one thing you've got to worry about is this. This is called a bearish divergence, where the momentum, the weekly momentum moving average convergence divergence makes a lower high, but the price makes a higher high. Now, when that happens, sometimes, I'm trying to find the space, uh, sometimes, not guaranteed every time, like there, I think, for instance, um, it's supposed to sell off. And you notice that it actually didn't. It took a while before it did. One thing's for sure, that when the blue is below that, then I certainly am in red signal. And of course, boom, it did crash. It took a while. It took a hell of a lot longer than people anticipated. Um, but that's where we are with this. So buy, hold, or sell. Uh, alphabet strategy with this. Okay. And that's what the analysts think to the upside. Now, Disney was a special situation. That means it didn't quite hit our approved filtered list, but it was close. Uh, and as you can see, just wait. Just waiting for it. That's what the banks think. Okay. Uh, NVIDIA. Now, this is important because of the NVIDIA strategy. What's the NVIDIA strategy? Well, it's the same strategy for exiting any stocks, actually. I call it NVIDIA strategy. It still applies to all my other holdings, not just NVIDIA. And it is, as you know, if this drops X1, e.g. 10, 20, 30%, you will sell, depending on your risk appetite, 1%. So if it drops 10%, you might sell. Well, what's the right number for you? I, in hindsight, I can tell what the right number should be, but we don't know because hindsight's useless. Uh, but you might be very risk averse, in which case you say, if it drops 10%, I'm selling 100%. Or you might be very risk loving, in which case you say, if it drops 30%, I will sell 100%. And you can work out your differences in between, okay? Is it worth doing that? Well, it is, because look, what happens if you don't, you make all these lovely gains of almost 300%, and then you see them all whittle away and you lose all that time you lose all those gains, and that's why fund managers mess up, because they can't go into cash when they should. And they do snakes and ladders, or they do the ladders and mock it like crazy, and then do the snake, okay? So it is worth making that effort. You put a little Excel spreadsheet or Google Sheets together, and you put the numbers next to each other, and that's it. It takes five seconds, okay? There's your return potential, according to the analysts. Now, with Tesla, as you know, it sold out in October, right after that fall, um, and since when it recovered. And the reason I keep showing it, even though I don't hold any, and I may get in future in the special situation, in which case I'll tell you on the private Telegram channel. But for now, it's going sideways, so wait and watch. Nothing exciting uh, on that one. Uh, Meta, NVIDIA strategy, and uh, Apple strategy, which is, you know, look, it's we'll, we'll sell some of our last year's massive gains, which was, what, 250-odd percent last year? Uh, obviously sold some, held a little bit, and would I buy right now? Uh, if you put a gun to my head, probably not. Probably wait. Uh, but the Nvidia because that's what could happen. And when it's happened in the past, you see these massive, lovely gains. And the trick is, I want my clients to keep hold of them. You see, a fund manager won't be able to keep hold of them because they'll drag it all the way down because they can't sell into cash. I mean, they can sell the stock, but what are they going to buy? So. They then see it go all the way down. So what I want to do with my clients is once they've got this big ripened fruit, within 12 months usually that period happens, they sell, uh, depending on the drop. So, you know, worst case insurance policy is if it drops 25%, we'd sell 100%. So at least they know there's something there. But from, from the highest it's been since they bought it. But for some, it might be, well, I'll sell 50% if it drops 10%. Okay, uh, and the reason for that is, I should put those the other way around. Uh, uh, the reason for that is that um, you want to keep the money you made, it's not just about making money, it's about how much you keep. Okay, so that's meta. 
um, ServiceNow, similar kind of story to Meta, uh, sorry, to NASDAQ and all the, NASDAQ, to NVIDIA and all the rest of them. I mean, that's still positive, so there's no need to go into panic stations just yet, but we're mindful that this can happen. So whilst we see it rising, we, you know, we don't get too greedy because we don't want all of that and then this and then that and then what the hell's happening and that's just cost me, you know, time is money. That's just cost me, what is that, one year at least? Um, so we keep a close eye on it. Is it worth keeping an eye on it? Yeah, because you want to keep your money. And if you like money, it's worth keeping an eye on it. See what the banks say at the moment. And when people say, oh, I'm going to hold it forever. Well, great. If you want to hold it forever, basically, then you're living in September 2021. How do you like missing two and a half years? Is it three and a half? I can't do the maths. Um, Cisco, after it had that fall, it recovered. Now that looked like it's typical soft bad news. Soft bad news is when something falls, but then rises. Hard bad news is when it falls and good news falling. Hard bad news is things like we've messed up on our profits, we've missed our profit targets, and it looks like we're going to miss them forever. Whereas soft bad news is oh, we didn't get a big order. Uh, outlook looks a bit grey, and then it can recover, so it's a bit soft as opposed to really hard numbers. Uh, so we are with that. We're watching. It's going sideways, which a bit neutral. Yeah, it is very hold. Nothing to get excited about. Won't buy any more now. Just keep hold and watch and see. Uh, Netflix, which as you know, I don't own. So why do I show it? Well, it's popular. People watch it. And we wanted to make the point of what something looks like. We can't buy everything. What something looks like. Um, it was after this big rise in earnings that we got in. You as well, you got in late. Well, no, we didn't get in when it was falling, and we didn't get in at the bottom because we don't have a crystal ball. So what? We got in there because, look, that's the direction we projected, and it's well on its way. You're welcome. Okay, so that's the idea. I'm not saying it'll necessarily achieve it. That's why we watch it, because, look, it could easily go back down here, as it often does, look, because it drops, then rise, then goes back up above the previous peak, then drops again. Oh, you're rubbish. Oh, you're brilliant. Oh, you're rubbish. Oh, you're brilliant. Um, and that's what it tends to do in the past. And that's why I like to show people price patterns, so they get a sense of reality. If you're not already on the Great Investors Programme, have a look at that, campaignforamillion.com. We also do portfolio reviews uh, and have a ton of free resources on there and on arpishpatel.com forward slash links. I look forward to uh, hearing from you and speaking to you. God, I was... Then, wasn't I? It was only a couple of years ago. COVID. Thank you very much.